0: to the Catalyst of Development podcast, where our purpose is to help you find yours. And our vision, well, our vision is to communicate your potential so clearly that you're inspired to see it within yourself. All right, today I'm joined with uh, with Chad Hardesty. This is actually episode number 14, and we got something special for you today. You know, on the, the Catalyst Development Facebook page, uh, I recently posed a, a thought-provoking question, right? And it was, what is some of the best advice you have ever received? And I got to tell you right now, the, the response was phenomenal. Um, all being told, we probably have over 100 and some responses. And the info and the advice provided was honestly too good not to pass on to others, right? That, that's, the, that's the one thing about being a catalyst is it's not just about being a catalyst for yourself. It's about being a catalyst for others. And if we were to withhold this information from folks, man, we would be doing y'all a disservice so i'm just going to put a disclaimer out there right now every bit of advice that we're going to read we're going to give props to the person who who sent it to us now i'm going to tell you right now some of these names are rather difficult and we probably going to jack some of them up so i'm going to apologize up front right now if we if we butcher your name I, I, i'm sorry i'm sorry but bottom line is your advice is going to get out there and that's what's really important so other than that, man, we're going to get this bad boy rolling. Chat, I'm going to roll it over to you, man. You got anything to, to, to say before we jump right into this?
1: Man, I am super excited to go over this. Best advice ever received. I think it's something that we don't really think about a lot of time. You know, my wife, she even asked ask me. She was like, what's the best advice you ever received? And I, I had to think myself, like, I've received so much good advice. I don't know if I could put down what is the best advice so it's awesome to see that we got a lot of responses on best advice ever received. And we get to kind of share that. And, you know, this is going to spread worldwide. So I'm super excited.
0: Yeah. So how about we make a deal, right? We got so much good advice. We're going to have to break this into two segments. Now, we're not going to take long to, to, to drop these, right? They're going to drop back to back. But we're going to drop them in two segments. But how about I, I give everybody listening. I give you our word. Yes, Chad, I'm putting you on a spot right now. That if you listen through both episodes at the end of episode two, both me and Chad will give you what we believe is the best advice we ever received. You good with that?
1: No, exactly. Man, I love that. We got over 100 responses, so it's only right to give every single response uh, the necessary attention that it deserves. So, yep. sounds good to me.
0: Spot on, man. So, uh, look, I- I'm ready when you are, man. Start, start dropping this goodness.
1: Man, so Daniel told them man be the
0: person that you would want to meet look we use this analogy a lot in the air force man let's be real we always talk about be the you know be the supervisor you needed as an airman you know and it's it's kind of one of those we look at people all the time from an outside view like oh you should be this and you should be that but we hardly ever look internal man how about i don't know you be the person that you want to meet you set the example you set the standard
1: no, I love that. And, you know, it makes me think of Matthew McConaughey when he said that awesome speech. I think it was at the Oscars. And he was like, yo, I, I want to be the person 10 years from now. So I love it. Yeah. Great stuff, Daniel. Yep.
0: All right, next up, we got uh, Annie Daly, Captain Dolly. You know what I mean? Uh, representing back from uh, Dover. She, she actually had so much knowledge to give that she dropped three. So real quick, um, your life is an occasion. Rise to it. Just because somebody carries it well, doesn't mean it's not heavy. And finally, be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Man, what you think of that?
1: Man, so I'm gonna go with be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. And I say that because we have so many barriers that stop us from doing our day to day. Uh, Code is an example, man. We've been thinking about code for the last two years. And it took just early 2020 for you know for us to kind of get this rolling and going, and, and there was a lot of fear in that. You know, how do we do this, and and what do we do? So set, do it with mindset, be fearless, and whatever it is on your soul that sets you on fire, just do it.
0: No, nah, and and that's spot on, right? So I mean, we've I've talked about it in previous podcasts, and I've heard you mention it a few a, a few times, right? Self doubt will kill more dreams than almost anything else will, right? And that self-doubt is is founded in fear. Right. But if you got something that's that that's burning a hole in your heart, right? That's burning a burning a, a hole in your soul, right? Be courageous enough, be fearless enough to just go after it and, and man, damn the naysayers. I don't care what they say.
1: No, exactly. I agree with it. No, that's awesome. All right, next up, Zanita Jackson. Learn to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Don't tell yourself no, make them tell you no.
0: Mm. Man, I, I like both of those. That's tough, that's tough, man. Nice, nicely done, Z. Uh, I'm gonna go with the first one, man. Learn to, be, uh, learn to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations, right? This goes back to the old analogy, like if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. Like growth comes from being uncomfortable. Growth comes from stepping outside of that, 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 that comfort zone, right? Uh, same thing in the gym. Like you push yourself in the gym Like, if you just go in there and you're comfortable the whole time, you're not getting any better. It's the same thing with life, man. So, yeah, learn to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations.
1: I'm not going to lie. I love for people to tell me no. There's not (laughs) a lot of people in this world that will tell you no. Challenge the status quo. So, I love that. Next up, Protege. Oh,
0: yeah. Brianna Wahlberg. Yep, Bri-Bri. Bri-Bri dropped a little nugget. You can't help others if you yourself are suffering.
1: Man. Oof, man. So it goes back to uh, I had a good conversation with Chief Bass uh, a couple months back. And, and so she said something that just stuck to me. It was feed yourself. Uh, it's no different. You eat breakfast every single morning. You grab a, you grab a spoon if you got yogurt. Num, num, num. You're feeding yourself, you give yourself your energy, you move on. You need to do that with life. You have to feed yourself in order to take care of others. So that, that one is easy and simple.
0: Yeah, spot on, right? So uh, a couple more metaphors we've heard. Uh, I believe it's Chief Wright that, that kind of that pushed out, put your mask on first, right? That, that's what the airlines tell you to do. You got to put your mask on so you can help others. Uh, we've also heard John Maxwell say a million times over, you cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot give what you do not have. So you've got to make sure that if you yourself are suffering, you start healing internally. Because even if you are trying to help other people, they're not getting your best.
1: Andrea Jordan. Two ears, one mouth. Hurt people. Hurt people. Learn to laugh at yourself.
0: (laughs) So all these are good, man. I like the two ears, one mouth. But I'm going to chime in on learn to laugh at yourself. Like to me, this... This says everything about humility, right? About uh, the lack of ego, right? Ego will get in the way of your success. I promise you. Like, do not take yourself so seriously. I tell the folks I work with all the time. I expect you to take your job seriously, but do not take yourself seriously, right? None of this yeah. is none of this is permanent, dude. Like, so if you can't laugh at yourself, man, you got a far you got a hard time finding humor in life.
1: Plus what's life for not laughing at yourself?
0: Facts. The same. And we do enough corny stuff that we always laughing, so. Facts. Montrell Jones. Nice. Former shirt. Another another Dover alum. What's up, Jones? Jones says, don't quit. That's what the ones rooting against you want. Man, this is
1: this is a tough one because the scary thing about this is you, you never really know who's rooting for you to quit. Ooh. And the thing is, and, and Chief, Chief Simmons talked about it yesterday when I was talking to him is you have to be your biggest believer. Um, you you have to continue to put your voice out there, whatever it is that you want to do. You have to keep getting after it. And it's no different than, than QU and everybody that's teaching. There's tons of people does not matter the rank. that are like, I don't want to put my voice out there but it's got you got to have that don't quit mentality if you keep getting after it eventually you will find success
0: yeah and you know and i think we learned a, a long time ago that anytime you go after something with all of your heart and passion man there's going to be naysayers chirping in the background right and that that reminds me of you know kind of like the man in the arena speech you know speech right you got you got the folks in the arena who are fighting and then you got the critics in the stands who are chirping right so you you always got to remember it's you can't give up, man, because it's it's those chirpers in the stands that that's what they want to see. Man, don't prove them right.
1: Jason David, there are opportunities in every challenge.
0: It was funny. I, I just made an instant inspiration about this, man. And, and I talked about reaching out to a to a, to a positive to positivity partner. Right. I wanted you because we all know those people that are always optimistic that always seem positive, that always can find the the you know the the silver lining, if you will. Those people that can always find opportunities and challenges. They're there. We just have a hard time seeing them in the moment. But if you think back and you reflect on like a like a failure or an obstacle that you overcame years ago, and you really peel the onion back, you'll see the progress or the positivity or the opportunity that was there for you. Now nah, I love that. Next up we got John Maynard. John Maynard just simply says, "Trust and believe."
1: <laughs> that's easy for me. Trust yourself and believe in yourself. That, I mean, I don't know how many movies I—if I, I watched movies, I'd probably be able to quote probably about nine out of ten. I mean, any motivational, inspirational speaker, anybody that's dealt with tragedy, tragedy, talks about trusting, trusting the process, believing in yourself, be able to get through whatever obstacle it may be.
0: Nah, no, I, I don't. Even, I, there's not I can add to that, man. That's spot on. I'm gonna do you a solid, and I'm gonna help you pronounce this next one.
1: Nah, I got you. you I sh- got it. You got it. Oh, too easy. Matthew Fournier.
0: <sighs> My bad. I, look, look. I doubted you. My bad. Won't happen again. This
1: advice was great. Shut <laughs> up and listen more. <laughs>
0: No, that's spot on, man. That goes back to the to the two ears and one mouth, right? They said, uh, they said, when you talk, right, you're only saying things you already know. But when you listen, is when you're learning. Love it. Shut up and listen yeah. more.
1: Shut up. And let me pronounce a name.
0: Touche, <laughs> touche. I'm just gonna edit that out so it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we got we got Craig Moore. Craig Moore simply states, and I love this one. Bloom where you are planted.
1: Nah, exactly, man. Put that seed in the flower pot, give it a little bit of water, give it some hydration, and let it bloom. It takes time. Yeah. It, Nothing happens overnight.
0: No, and, and it's one of those things. This is, this is kind of one of those, we don't get to choose our environments. right? We don't get to choose where we're planted. We just get to choose how we grow. You can make the most out of any environment if you try.
1: All right. Stevie Demondo.
0: Did I get that right? Demando, you did. See, I didn't even interrupt you that time. There
1: it is. You take care of the Air Force, the Air Force will take care of you.
0: I'm going to tell you, this is probably one of the ones that we're going to get a lot of pushback on, right? We're going to get a lot of the, uh, no, nah, uh, no, nah, but he's not wrong, right? If you take care of the Air Force, meaning in if you buy him, you do your job to the best of your ability, you become the best airman you can be. The Air Force will take care of you, right? And when we talk Air Force, we're talking, um, I think, you know, everybody always says, oh, the Air Force is the Air Force that. The Air Force don't do anything to us. It's the leaders in it. People join the Air Force. They leave shitty leadership, right? So I I do believe in in these things like kind of um, you get get out of the world what you put into it. So if you're giving it your all, maybe you're eventually going to come across that leader that is going to take care of you.
1: So we are going to catch some some heat on this one because I'm going to tell you this. Listen, everybody. It's a real easy breakdown. The Air Force pays you. The Air Force gives you medical. The Air Force gives you dental. The Air Force gives you a substance allowance, uh, allowance. The Air Force gives you a place to live. They give you a housing allowance. The Air Force does take care of you. It's the leaders that you meet along that journey that may not take care of you. But that's why we have platforms. That's why we have communities for the, you to have the ability to reach out.
0: My drop. Facts. Boom. Facts. Right? All right, next up, we got Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson says, think before you speak.
1: I'm not going to lie. I don't think. I just let it roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. If anybody knows me, I don't think before I speak. And sometimes I, I, I do hinder from that. But, I mean... I do agree. I agree with it to a certain extent. I think depending on the platform and and who you're speaking to, um, you know, sometimes it, it's probably smart to to do a little research, and make sure you know you have the proper message set forward. On that, I agree with that. But there is times where you do need to be transparent and um, and be honest and be 100, as most would say. And sometimes you know, so I'll, I'm fifty-fifty with this one. Sometimes thinking before you speak might take away from the the genuineness
0: of, of your true message. Sometimes people need to hear that. No, and I, and so when I I think I get the intent of this one, right? I, I think this one is kind of one of those, um, like you, you go back to what we learned in kindergarten, right? So I, I'm with you, like I'm on the fence. Like I, I like the authenticness of sometimes just not thinking and blah. Um, but I go back to like, you know, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Now that's not saying walk around on eggshells and shit with people, but it's just, it's, you know, ask yourself before you regurgitate something, you know, uh, is this factual? You know, does this have, you know, value like stuff like that? Right. Just just to go out there and spit some shit that that could potentially hurt somebody or, or spread falsities. That's maybe that's where I'm falling in line with with his mindset in that quote. Uh,
1: I see the, the pattern you did here with the names. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, Ron, Ron Navarro. Navarro, Ron Navarro. Right there you go. go. The magic of compound interest.
0: Love it, love it, love it. One of my favorite books, um, "Compound Effect." Right, it's those small daily habits over time that eventually explode to exponential growth. Right, you can you could do the same thing with money, uh, habits, uh, goals, all this other stuff. Right, we talk about goal setting and reverse engineering. is yeah, exactly what we're talking about. It's the small daily habits. That will build up over time. Nobody becomes an overnight success. Small daily habits. Compound interest.
1: Unless you play the lotto. One of a couple million and win.
0: Look, I know that's right. And I ain't been one of them.
1: Exactly.
0: All right, Lucy Andrews. Lucy Andrews says you can't control everything.
1: I'm on the fence on this one, too. So I'm a firm believer in it. You can't control everything, but you can control what you can control, and that's your attitude and the things that happen around you. Um, I mean, I can control my attitude. I can control the people around me. And be honest with you, I can control a lot more than what people think. And you need to understand, the audience, that you can control a lot. Just because I'm only certified in job A doesn't mean I can't learn job B to help the individual in job B do their job so I can do my. And so I think you can control a lot more. It just, it takes a little bit of, of effort and a little bit of what we talked about, the think before you speak. That's, that's where you don't think and you just speak and allow yourself to, to grow a little bit.
0: No, and, you know, and I think you're spot on, right? I, so just looking at the quote, she's absolutely 100% right. You can't control everything, but you can control what is most important, which is your reaction to things right and that's that is the one thing you can control i can't control anything outside of this right here that is it and then sometimes if you listen to sherry i'll be jerking stuff at night man i can't even control that right but like this this is all i got so you can't control externally but you sure to hell can control internally so and i think that the intent of this is don't worry about the stuff externally that you can't control just just admit the fact that look i can't control everything but i can control me
1: Justin Molars Shut Up and Color. Mm. I would really love to know where he was told this. I need to know the backstory.
0: <laughs> so if he was old school like I am, then I can't tell you how many times I heard this, right? And I used to joke as I gained rank, like, cool, got it, shut up and color. Well, I got so much rank now that I'll color, but I ain't gonna shut up, right? You gonna hear my, like, you're gonna hear my dislike, right? So, um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to gauge. So I'm looking at all these with the, the the the, good intent. Right. I'm looking at all these like I don't think he expects people to shut up in color. Right. But I do believe that there are some times that battles don't need to be fought. Right. That sometimes it's just you you, you get your marching orders. You you state your piece. You state your opinion. We understand the hierarchy of the military. Right. And sometimes it, as long as it's legal, ethical, moral and safe, sometimes you got to march forward with orders that you may not necessarily agree with. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking that as the intent that that Justin's providing right now.
1: I just told jokes on you. I don't
0: know how to. Cover it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, I had a hard time staying in the lines. Oh, man. Oh, we, man. Yeah, we got Dirk next, man.
1: Steve yeah.
0: Steve Dirksen, man. I, I, I love this one, man, because this is me in a nutshell. Right. Do not make decisions when you are emotional.
1: Man, that's that's spot on. It, 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 emotional decisions get you nowhere. This is the time where you think. When emotions are involved. you have to you gotta extract those emotions and make the decisions that are best for you, your team, and your organization. That that is probably the best advice I ever received based on emotional decision making.
0: Yeah, dude, yeah, you know me. Like I, I got one saying when it comes to emotions and thinking, right? When my emotion goes up, my logic goes down. And some of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life and professional career have been emotional based. And I've gotten an egg on my face. I've had to apologize. I've had to do all kinds of crap because of emotional based decisions.
1: And, and I can concur on that one, everybody. <laughs> all right, Philip McAlpin. an opportunity, create one. Love it.
0: Love it. This goes back to that drive. This goes back to that fire in your soul. This goes back to, you know, you know carving your own path, right? If you know something is right and just and, or if you want to go after something and you don't see an opportunity, create one for your damn self. Pick up the phone, make phone calls, reach out, collaborate, make connections, do what you got to do. Put in the time, energy and effort to create an opportunity if one doesn't seem to exist.
1: I'm so happy you read my mark. It's spot on.
0: Yep, yep. We're gonna go to good old Kyle Ship. Kyle Ship, he, he works for me right now, man. This 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 dude's squared away, right? He's talking about the six Ps. Prior planning prevents piss poor performance.
1: Man, that exactly. Now I'm gonna twofold this. Planning planning allows you to do so much more because one, you're gonna be a little bit further down the road than, than you would do. Uh but at some point planning only takes you so far so far before you really just gotta, you just gotta do it. Um, but I, I 100% agree. Um, you need to be able to take the time to plan out whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, so that way you're doing it the right way and not trying to take a shortcut.
0: No, that, and, that, and that's it, right? I, you know, and the, and the planning doesn't have to be in depth. Uh, in depth. It doesn't have to be four or five, six months long, but think through some things before you do them first, right? You, you can save yourself time in the long run just with a little bit of planning.
1: Thomas Griffiths, <laughs> don't be loyal to any company they fire you in a second if they need to. So never let loyalty get in the way of a better offer somewhere else.
0: Woo! Tough one, right? Tough one. Again, I'm looking at these with the intent of being positive, right? I can already tell you the, the um, just for face value, I don't agree, right? Because one of the things that, that I expect from my folks is loyalty. However, I understand for them to give loyalty I, or for, for me to get loyalty from them, I must give loyalty to them. Right. So I I think this is that this falls down on leadership, right? But I do believe in the fact of like even on a civilian side, if you look at this from a civilian lens, right? He, he's not far off, right? You've got to look for those opportunities. You got to carve those opportunities off, and there may be a better opportunity for you. So what I would say with this is no, you give your loyalty to a company, you you give them everything you got, you expect them to hold up their end of the deal, right? And if they don't. Well, look for opportunities elsewhere, right? But I would never say sell yourself short in giving yourself to to a company or an organization or a calling.
1: Nicholas Day live every day with the goal of becoming a better version of yourself. All
0: right, I'll let you I'll let you run with this one since I stole the last one.
1: No, nah, no worries, man. I me personally, I think this is something that we could wake up every single day and look in the mirror. Um, you have to know that a better version of yourself is coming. Um, Everything you do every single day is putting you a little bit further than you were yesterday, the day before yesterday, last month, last year. Um, And I think we do that. You know, that's that's why we celebrate the first of every year. And that's why everybody sets goals and says that they want to do these things. I hate when people say, man, I wish I would have did this. Stop wishing what you didn't do and start appreciating what you did do.
0: So David Goggins, man, he talks about the accountability mirror, right? So my only question to folks is, is when you look into the accountability mirror, do you like who you see? That's it. Do you like who you see? Next up, we got Felicia Foss. Felicia Foss says, work will always be there. Family moments only happen once. What you do matters.
1: I'll let you add that one. All
0: right. So this one, um, uh, this one I I, I agree with, right? Work will always be there, right? We always talk about work-life balance, work-life balance. Man, you ain't never going to have work-life balance. What you need to figure out is work-life integration, right? Um, There's a lot of people that I know that have lost themselves wearing this uniform because they forgot, right? They think that the uniform makes them. Well, they're wrong. They make the uniform. That, that's, that's and I think we're actually gonna get down to that where somebody says something very similar to that, right? But it's one of those things like you make the military a part of your life. You don't make the military your whole life because I'm gonna tell you, one of the most hurtful things to me is to go to a retirement or something like that where you see somebody up there doing nothing but apologizing to their family for not being there. Like that, that is a regret that I never want to face, right? There's gonna be times where we're called to sacrifice. There's gonna be times where we do have to put service before self, right? We go on deployments and we do all this other stuff. But I'm going to tell you, if you have an opportunity to be there for your family, you need to be there for your family.
1: It's this easy. Outwork your career, not your family.
0: Done. Love it. You should have took that one. We could have done this five minutes ago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mary Holy Cross. Always give your best, even when it means you can only give 50%. What do you want to last longer? Your career or
0: family. We just talked about it. Yep, spot on, right? And, and I think, I don't care who you give that question to. The answer is always going to be the same. Family. Oh, man. This is the one I was hoping I wouldn't get. I'm going to mess this all up, man. I, look, Chris, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, up front. Christopher Jokomek. Can, can you help me? Look, you you good with these last names. What you got?
1: Uh, I got Christopher
0: Jokomek. Uh, all right, we're going to roll with that. There we go. Um, the uniform doesn't make you great. You make the uniform great. Nah, I
1: love that, man. It's twofold, man. To be honest with you, I wake up every day, <laughs> that uniform does make me great, but I make that g- the uniform great as well.
0: No, and it, and that's just, and that's just it, right? Like, I think when we put this uniform on, we you know, after wearing it for so long, it has elevated our standards. It has elevated that. But if you look at all the people that came before us, all the champions, and the true heroes that that carved the way for us to be here right now in this uniform, man, it was them that made this uniform great, dude. And it's them that we look at from that legacy. You look at Chief Matt Ser- Sergeant of the Air Force number five, man, still 90 years old, dropping them damn nuggets. That wasn't a uniform doing that, that was him.
1: Boom. Lawrence Bates, when someone
0: shows you who they really are, believe them. Woo! Love it, love it, love it. When somebody shows you their true colors, do not try to repaint them, right? Like we said, I can't control what's external, but I can't control what's internal. And this, go, this boils down to, if you are toxic and you are in my life, I'm going to cut you off. Oh, man. I'm, I am i can't wait for you to take this one. Surround Hardesty. <laughs> oh, man. Understand your own weak points and have a plan for how you will address setbacks.
1: Ooh, man. Okay. She ain't talk
0: about you, is she?
1: <laughs> I hope not. Man, so now, nah, uh, uh, man, another twofold. Understand your own weak points. You know, we so we focus so much on what we're great at that a lot of times we don't look at what we're weak at. It should be the other way around. We should be focusing on what our weak points are, and that's why uh, so many personality surveys and, and different things that you can do out there they're very very important not only to you but to your team and the people you work around you. Um, and then have a plan for how you're going to address setbacks. So look, let's be honest. It's spot on. Like, I mean, I expect nothing less from my wife than to understand there's going to be setbacks. Yeah. Whether it's marriage, whether it's career, <laughs> whether it's school. Uh, what, it, no matter what, the gym, I haven't worked out in the past, like, two days. That's a setback. And I'm pretty sure she's playing for that. Yep. Have a plan.
0: That's it. We all know obstacles are coming. So why let them hit you in the face unprepared?
1: They being the greatest, government. dropping knowledge naked every single day it seems like don't keep things bottled up. Lean on your team. I'd put my head on your shoulder right now if I could.
0: <laughs> so, dude, so you already know, like I, I had a, a phenomenal opportunity, man, to to work alongside uh, Erica today. She is an absolute rock star, man. I'm so excited for her and 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 her future. Right, that dude, she. She gets it, man, and and if she's going to be leading our Air Force, man, I'm excited for our Air Force, but don't keep things bottled up, lean on your teammates, man, how many times, uh, myself included, right, I struggle, dude, I I hit a rough patch a few months ago, right, and I tried to do everything on my own because I'm a man, and I'm strong, and I'm, man, that's a bunch of bullshit. I was at a point where I needed to lean on some folks, and I don't know if it was pride, ego, or what the hell it was, it got in my way and set me back further than if I just would have raised my hand and said, hey, I need some help.
1: No, exactly. How many times since I've known you since two thousand fifteen have we been in each other's office? Yes, my boss came to my office. But we just you know leaned <laughs> on each other, not not physically, but but mentally.
0: Well, Chaz's tiny, so, so if le- just- yeah. If he leans on me, it's on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Eldon Pelletier, man, good old first Sergeant Pelletier, another Dover alum, man. What's up, Dover? All right, this the so a twofer, man make or i'm sorry never make someone do something you yourself are not willing to do and number two everyone is worth the conversation
1: nah man you know i think that's spot on you know i think i think we learned that when you become a chief that's like automatically in your in your wheelhouse uh i love to see the people above me in my leadership chain uh do things and you know i i've experienced that at edwards you know I worked for Brigadier General Tyker. He used to change light bulbs and, and different things around buildings and the street lights and two biches out grabbing carts to the commissary, bagging groceries. Um, just to name a few things in my wheelhouse, that I've seen that no job is ever beneath them. you know. And I think COVID-19 has shown us a lot of that. We've had a lot of leaders tuck their tail and roll out and, you know what, and say, hey, Uh, I'm going to take this time and and decompress, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we've seen a lot of good leaders step up and do things that they never thought that they would do. And for me, that's the type of leader I want working for me or me working for them.
0: Facts. Not going to add to that, dude. Spot on.
1: And um, I will always stop when I see an airman basic. And have a conversation with them because I came in at airman. Basically, that alone right there, you're one connection away from taking
0: off. The, the, Take the, I'm gonna tell you from Pelletier, man, that, that's the one that hit, hit home to me. Like, I, you know, I was just like, damn, everyone is worth the conversation. It seems so simple, but if more people understood this, we wouldn't be facing a lot of the issues that we're facing, right? I don't, look, I get it, man. We're, we're, we're airmen, we're airmen, man. We are human beings first. Everyone deserves a conversation. I love it.
1: All right. Danielle Mabry. Mabry. Pressure is a privilege. It means something is expected of you. If you want to be special, you must do what special people do.
0: these kind of almost answer themselves, man. And I don't know if people, so I'm gonna look at the first one, man. Pressure is a privilege. It means something is expected of you. Um, I don't think if people really look at it that way, maybe if they did, they'd have a, a, a easier time handling pressure, but it's right. The reason you feel pressure is because something is expected of you, whether or not you expect it from yourself or other people know that you're somebody that they can depend on. So yeah, man, pressure is a privilege, right? And again, if it becomes too much, let's go a couple quotes up. Raise your hand, and ask for help. That
1: is spot on. So we got oh, man.
0: Anthony Frizina. Anthony Frizina, I'm gonna roll with it. If you mess up, fess up.
1: That's it. <clears> Honesty <throat> will always set you free.
0: I, dude, I I made no. I made a post the other day, man. It was spot on. It said uh, a public mistake. And a private apology don't go hand in hand, bro. You mess up, you fess up.
1: Nah, exactly, and, and you know I, I think we can do better moving forward uh, with a culture of understanding that people are going to make mistakes. You know, I've heard it from plenty of Magikarm commanders, four stars, say, "Hey, look, your people are going to mess up. Give them a break. Yeah, it's it's not that serious. There are certain things that are, and they're they negligence." i got that sometimes
0: people mess up it's okay I, I love when people get all get all up on their high horse and again negligence illegal and all that that's we're not talking about that but i'm talking about a, a mistake right or or them trying something new and fail i love when people get all up in arms like like you ain't never failed like really <laughs> like dude i failed three times just trying to set this damn zoom up ain't that, that the truth right.
1: April Higgins do for others what you would want done for you, given the same
0: situation. It's the old school golden rule, bro. This is the old school golden rule, right? And uh, you know, there's debate. I actually want to talk a, at, a, at a later uh, a later date about golden rule and a platinum rule, right? There, there's a platinum rule that I really love that I want to kind of push out there and get people to think about, man. But this is the golden rule. This is it. Treat others how you want to be treated, right? If you were in the same situation, you'd know what you would want, man. Give that to other people. Don't neglect them. You're not more special.
1: Nikki Dudley, never give up for what you believe in.
0: So I'ma let you run with this, but I'm just gonna simply say this to me embodies code. What we are trying to do with code.
1: Nah, exactly. Never give up for what you believe in is simple, man. If you if you work your ass off every single day for something you believe in, again, it doesn't matter if somebody doesn't agree with it, it doesn't matter if somebody doesn't like it. It doesn't matter it, it takes you a year, two years, three years. Everything that we do, that we believe in, is a journey. It's a process. There are expectations. There are obstacles. You're going to mess up. You're going to fess up. There's going to be pressure. Everything that everyone's talked about through their best advice ties right into never giving up in what you believe in. Don't give up.
0: Don't give up, bro. Mariana Navarro. If it it's meant to be, it's up to me.
1: I mean, that is true. I mean, I mean, if I want to, if I want to go buy some new shoes, it's probably going to be up to me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't lying. My wife, she did buy me some shoes, so I can't, I can't, can't own up to that one too much. But no, nah, it is. I mean, you yourself have to hold yourself accountable. I do agree that you can build a team around you to. To ensure they're checking in on you and making sure that you're doing things on the day to day, but it, it's really up to you to be able to do whatever it is. You have to be the igniter that lights your fire,
0: or I don't know, you gotta some, be the match, or I don't know. Some would say the catalyst,
1: gotta be the catalyst. <laughs> this,
0: this yeah, this, this to me is all about uh, uh, self responsibility, man. Love it, absolutely love it.
1: Alright man, we, we are down to the last one. Good luck. For this for this series. Alright, so man, this is a Potomac High School alum who joined the Air Force. So I've known him since nice back in 04. Nice. So and you know, we, we reconnected a little bit ago uh through uh through social media. Um so man, he's doing awesome things for the Air Force. Um, phenomenal basketball player. Seek first
0: to understand, then be understood. Vent up, not down. All right, so I'm going to take, uh, and I think, I, so I'll let you dive into the the, the understand and understood one, right? Because I know we talked about that a little bit earlier today. Uh, I'm going to take the vent up, not down. Uh, I, I agree with this, but not in whole, not in right? One of the things that I will say, I think it's okay to vent down as long as you are articulating it in a sense of being vulnerable right? Oh man, I'm really stressed out. Oh man, I got a lot on my plate right now. I think that's okay to vent down. Now, what I will say is not okay is to bitch down. Is not to, oh, I can't believe this. I can't believe we got to do this. This is stupid. This is, that is 100%. And I, I know that's exactly what he's talking about, right? That should never happen down, right? You do not want to put your biases on the the, the folks underneath you, right? um, or your jadedness, whatever the hell you have, right? That should never go down. But if you want to be transparent and a little vulnerable and you're struggling with some stuff, it's okay to, to pull like, so perfect example, right? Let's put our uniforms on right now, right? I'm a chief, Mass Massard. He knows a lot what goes on in my life, man. It's just me being vulnerable to him, right? And some may look at that as venting down, but I look at that as me opening up a little bit, right? I'll never beat, I'll never cut the legs out from another, another leader in front of him. Like that, that's, that's not my role. Right, so yeah, like it. I understand your intent behind it, but I just want to give that little nugget to the side.
1: And when he leans on me, it's not going to be on the shoulders, right here, <laughs> little guy. <laughs> All right, man. No, yeah. All right. So it's funny we talk. You know, we talked about this. I, I didn't really look at any of these different best advice uh, from anybody, but I had already had notes on this specific because I was going to talk about it this weekend. So seek first to understand, then to be understood. Listen before you speak. I listen to others without interrupting. I am really bad at this. This is me being vulnerable. Some of the best advice my wife has ever given, given me is listen to me without interruption. Because we get so excited. Like, oh, you said that? <laughs> like, oh, I get you. And you like, you want it you want it you want it it's like a tiger Man, you want to pounce it you want to start going and throwing out all these different quotes and phrases and facts to prove prove they're wrong but you got to listen without interrupting i raise my hand when i want to speak and i wait to be called on now i know that sounds kind of childish but i'm not gonna lie when i'm in classes or i'm in a little huddle and somebody's talking and they say something i'm like boom I want them to know is that, hey, I have something to respond. Um, I, it's old school, but it works. It worked when we were in, in all throughout what? 18 years of education. You're going to college, why can't we do it now? I don't blurt out. <laughs> don't be the one to blurt out. <laughs> Again, if, if, if you blurt, you'll never understand. Yeah, You'll be understood, but you won't understand. I try to understand other people's views and feelings, even if they're different from my own. What are your thoughts on that one?
0: So that, that to me is being open-minded, right? And, and, and you already know, like, you, you know exactly what you're going to hear right now. And I, I've kind of staked my claim on this. <clears throat> I listen with the intent to be influenced, period, point blank. And every time I go into a conversation, I listen with the intent to be influenced. And two things happen when I do this. One, it keeps me open-minded, and two, it keeps me receptive to the information that I am coming in, you know, that, that is coming into me. I don't listen just for the sake of responding. I'm listening with the intent to be influenced, which means you truly have to hear what someone is saying.
1: I will end it on this. And this is this applies to all leaders across the board. When you're listening to views that you may not agree with. Do not focus on the 99 viewpoints you don't agree with. Focus on the one you do. That's how we build people up. Not from the 99. Oh, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. We can't do that. Hey, we can do this. And I get into that one is gonna turn into 99 real quick. I oh got.
0: No so that, so take that same uh, metaphor and flip it over. You got people out there right now saying 99% of shit you agree with, but you will search for that 1% to disagree with. You will try to find something to argue about. Stop, Stop. Like not everything has to be critiqued and criticized, right? You don't like some. Keep on like, scrolling. Like this is simple. Like, don't overthink this stuff, man. Right? So, um, any closing comments before I go ahead and wrap this bad boy up?
1: oh man. So, again, this is the first series. We got two episodes. I appreciate every single person uh, for being, being vulnerable to put out things that may have been private to you. Maybe you haven't spoken about your things that, you know, made you great, helped you along your journey. I have no doubt that there is going to be hundreds of people that watch this and listen through other people's lenses, and are going to use this down the line. It's going to help people. So we appreciate everybody listening. Thank you to our newly four hundred followers. We appreciate you guys. We love all the content you guys are throwing out there. Continue pushing it out there. We are catalysts. We, we also be networking, learning growing, and making each other better every
0: single day. That's all I got back to you. Yeah, man. So that's just it. So just to echo a little bit what he said, man, thank y'all so much for engaging, right? That is how we get better, right? I know this. Chad knows this. All y'all together know this. And we we can pull all of that together, man. We all grow. When one grows, man, we all grow. And that's what this is about. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. As always, thank you for spending time with us today right? Thank you for allowing us to be catalysts in your development. And until next time, continue searching for that code to unlocking your truest potential. Be a catalyst, not just for yourself, but for those around you. We'll talk to you soon.